Hello and welcome again to another episode of TeachingEnglishIsFun.com, the podcast by teachers for teachers, or for teachers by teachers, however you want to look at it. Um, <clears throat> one of the things I want to talk about today is five reasons to teach English as a second language. Uh, some of you out there are already teachers and I've been doing podcasts trying to share some of my ideas that I have for classes. Uh, by the way, you can find all my ideas over on teachingenglishisfun.com. That's without any spaces between it all one word, teachingenglishisfun.com. Now, uh, why would you want to become an English teacher? Well, I have uh, thought about that myself, and so I actually took the plunge and did it. And uh, if you're listening to this, or if you're on my website, you're probably asking yourself that same question right now. I had that question over 20 years ago, and you know what happened? I took the plunge. I started a journey that I really have not regretted since. Met my wife while teaching overseas, and... Um, and I have a lovely little child and uh, a great family and a lot of amazing experiences from doing that. So uh, now let me go ahead and, and give you some ideas. For you guys who are still on the fence, here are five reasons to become an ESL or English as a Second Language teacher. Number one, you can travel the world and get paid to do it. Did you know that a lot of schools overseas will actually buy you a ticket to get you there? It's not every country, mind you, but if you're, uh, especially if you're looking at Korea, uh, sometimes Japan, you can actually get them to, to buy you a ticket and they, will, and they will actually pay your way to go over there to work. And the great thing is you can work and you can see in a foreign country. Once you arrive in the country, a lot of places will also arrange for you to have some place to stay as well. Now, of course, uh, conditions and living arrangements all differ depending on where you go. But you can travel the world without ever having to buy, buy a plane ticket if you work it right. Now, uh, just remember to be careful and check out the school that is hiring you. There are plenty of school blacklists online that list bad places to work. So I would uh, do my due diligence if you do find something and uh, just Google a school's name and you can check it out and see what other teachers have said about it. Uh, a lot of times there will be useful comments, sometimes even on the school's website themselves, you can find you know, what other teachers feel about it. So, um, Oh, and uh, another thing that you might want to do is if, you, if you're looking for a, a way to maybe improve yourself or get a little, little better, you can also take online training. Uh, for example, there's a place called MyTEFL, and uh, you can actually get training that will help you to, uh, to become certified, and they'll also provide you with some resources so that, you know, if you are thinking of doing this and taking the plunge, you won't feel like you're going in a blind. You'll actually have some background and some, some, uh, some tools in your belt before you get there. Now... If a school gives you a, a list of teachers to talk to, it's a pretty good sign that they're on the up and up. Uh, my last school was actually for the Korean military, and they often gave out my contact information for other prospective teachers to use. And uh, yeah, you can probably hear the train in the background right there. Uh, I'm outside today doing this, so we'll see how good this sounds once I'm done. 
Uh, now, just remember that not everybody will be happy. I loved my time in Korea, but I also work with plenty of people who complain nonstop every day. If you meet people like that in your travels, do yourself a favor and just stay away from them. Too much negativity can be contagious. I was working at one place and I was perfectly happy and then started listening to all these people around me complaining and then next thing I know, I'm miserable too. So remember the title of my site and of this podcast is Teaching English is Fun, right? Enjoy yourself, have fun. Don't get too wrapped up in everything. Uh, You can learn cultures and my next point, learn new skills. So number uh, second reason to teach English as a second language is you learn a lot about yourself and you can gain new skills. There are a lot of different kinds of people that uh, teach abroad. Some do it for cash, some do it for venture, and believe it or not, some do it just to find themselves. I went to Korea to teach for what was going to be two years. Twenty years later, I finally came back home to the States. My first thought was to go and see a new country while I figured out what I was going to do with my life after I left the military. I discovered that I actually, I really loved teaching, and I think I had quite a knack for it. So uh, I actually had a student tell me that I was the best teacher she ever had. She wondered where I had done my teacher training, and uh, actually I never did do any teaching training except for after I had already started teaching over there. So I was hooked. I found that the more difficult the students, the harder I tried to show them that I was worth the tuition that they were paying. I also started trying to improve my public speaking ability. I got rid of all the ums and the ahs that plagued so many people because the students were not shy about commenting uh, on my speaking mistakes. When they heard me say certain things, I remember that, that there were a lot of like gymisms that I had when I first went over there. And uh, I've, I've rid myself of a lot of those since teaching English as a second language. And also, I learned a new language. I can now stumble through a conversation in Korean. And if I have the time, I can also find my way around Japan. So, what new skills will you gain? Maybe you can take up snowboarding in the winter. I did that when I was 40 years old, believe it or not. Learn a language. Find out that you can really rock a singing room or maybe countless other skills and abilities that you don't even know that you have. Now, number three, meet interesting new people and gain friends from all over the world. I can tell you that the people you meet uh, there, there will be people you meet who you hope you never meet again. But by and by, you're going to make some great friendships with people from all over the world. I, for one, have friends in Canada now, New Zealand, Korea, Australia, Japan, and countless other acquaintances that I have learned valuable lessons from in my travels overseas. So the great thing is it, it just opens your mind to new cultures, thoughts, ideas, and ways of life. Sometimes the most valuable things that you will bring back won't be material goods, but what is in your heart and mind. I know things about countries that I've never even been to. Shout out to Candle Guy there from New Zealand. I miss seeing and arguing about American politics with my British and Canadian friends as well. I remember we were all we all having a, a huge conversation one night out in the bar, and this one British guy said, why am I arguing about your president? He's like, I'm not even American, right? And, and it, was, it, was, uh, it was fun, though. You know, we, we all had uh, 
vastly different backgrounds, but we all got along and we were able to enrich each other's lives. I was able to see a little bit where they were coming from and hopefully I was able to impact them a little bit and uh, get them on the straight and narrow. Well, it's time for me to take a quick break and I'll be right back after this message. All right, welcome back. Now, let's go ahead with our message here. Now, number four, have adventures in lands that most people only dream about. You can climb a mountaintop in Korea to visit a Buddhist temple, visit the Great Wall of China, feed koi in one of the mini gardens in Japan. These are all amazing things that you can do if you travel overseas. Uh, you can go rock climbing over the ocean in Thailand, have live octopus, or eat the deadly puffer fish. Some of my friends back in the States thought I was crazy when they heard that I was going out like almost weekly and having, uh, having puffer fish, but uh, it's pretty cool. And also be on a Korean uh, TV or radio station. I actually was able to do both of those. Very cool things that never would have happened to me if I had stayed in my own backyard here in the States. Now, I'm listing out things that I have done. Many other people have experienced all kinds of other things, and, and it's all because they took that leap of faith and they got on a plane to another country. So go ahead and do it. Just decide where you're gonna go, research it, and head on out. And finally, number five. This is one of the, one of the, the last thing I wanna talk about, and I've already mentioned this before, but learn an exotic foreign language. Odds are you will have learned at least a little of the language if you're gonna be living overseas. Uh, Thai, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, these are just some of the languages you can learn much faster than if you were sitting in a classroom reading from a book. Uh, now, depending on where you teach, you can also improve your Spanish if you already speak some Spanish. Uh, you can maybe learn some Russian or uh, Ukrainian. There's all kinds of places that you can go around the world where they need English teachers. Now, you may or may not become fluent. But now that I'm back in America, it's nice to see the look of surprise on someone's face when I greet them in their native tongue. You don't know how many Korean people really shocked when they have this old white guy suddenly start talking to them in Korean. Now, if you're worried about having the skills to teach or you would like to improve your chances at a job before you go, you can always get some training, right? There are universities that actually offer certificates. They offer special training. And uh, on my site, I also have a link to a place where you can go ahead and, and do training. And I think it's, it's uh, much shorter and less expensive than a lot of the universities have. Now, um, there's three different types of classes at that place. Just, uh, just uh, check them out at my TEFL and see what you think. Now, what are you waiting for? I've already mentioned many Asian countries, uh, but there are places all over the world that I talked about. Yeah, the, you know, for example, South America, I know some people who taught down there. I know some people who talked over in, uh, or taught over in uh, some of the, the former Soviet Union states right after it fell. Uh, and, and I know there's a lot of places where they need people to go teach. Uh, yeah, and the great thing is also, and this is one that I didn't include up there, you can save a lot of money. Usually you don't have to pay for your house, your ticket is taken care of, and in Korea, 
When you're done with your contract, they pay you a bonus at the end of your contract. Now, the bonus, it's not a lot. It's usually about one month's pay. But hey, you know, making, working 12 months and getting 13 months pay, that's a, it's a pretty good deal. So choice is yours. If you have any questions, uh, I'm going to be adding more information on my website later on, and I'll probably have some more podcasts out there for prospective teachers in the weeks to come. Just remember that teaching English is fun, and you can always find me on teachingenglishisfun.com and uh, leave a comment and uh, maybe ask me uh, to talk about something, and I will, I will research it, and I'll get back to you all. Thank you very much.